Hello, my name is Brian. And I'm B. Ryan. And this is Brian versus B. Ryan, episode 26. Max Payne. Max Payne. For not the first principle of revenge. No rules, no secret mantra, no roadmap. It wasn't about how smart or how good you were. It was chaos and luck. Just me and the gun and the crook. Pretty popular video game. Uh, I remember not so much in recent years because I haven't made one in a long time, but in its heyday, in its release year, which was also filled with Halo 2 and Grand Theft Auto 3. I mean, this was it was these three were the big, big ones everyone was talking about that were these crazy, controversial slash uh, super innovative games. So we're gonna get into Max Payne. Um, first of all, before I get to the structured stuff, we have a slight structure today. Uh, I would like to touch on history. I always want to touch on history that you might have with the game because I think that frames your opinion a little better. Um, so my history is I got it in. Uh, luckily, my parents were young enough, or my dad was young enough that we had. I had consoles constantly, pretty much always had the new one. So we had a PS2. PS2 is pretty new. Um, so I got it. I think release year 2002. It came out in 2001 for PC, but then it came out uh, for PS2. So I had it. Uh, fond memories of it. I remember this is the first game I ever played that really had like a story, like an awesome story. Because I, Metal Gear Solid had that, but I hadn't played that because I didn't have a PlayStation One. I didn't play Metal Gear Solid till uh, a little later in life. Um, so this was the first one I ever played that had a, like a big, engrossing story that made me want to keep playing just to like get more story. I've never seen that in a video game. Also, this was the first game I ever played that had dual analog controls. I had never seen that. I had a PS2, uh, it was like brand new. I think I had like Tony Hawk or something. So the second stick was never used. And um, I remember playing, I played that the whole first level, like where you go into the house and you find your, your wife dead. I played that whole first level without a second analog stick. But they're just walking like- You must've been confused as fuck. Yeah, I was like, dude, this is fucking, it seems pretty cool, but I don't know. <laughs> like, I liked it, but I was like, dude, this is shit fucking whack. Why am I, like, walking all? Yeah. You can only go, what, four backward and straight? That's about all you can do? Yeah, well, I can't move the camera. Around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and then, so, and then my thumb happened to, like, hit the other stick on accident. And then it, like, goes, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. And I start playing with it. And, like, me and my dad both played, like, that first level like that. We're like, this game kind of sucks, man. And I picked it out, and he's like, eh. He was disappointed, and I showed him, look at this! It fucking moves! I was like, dual analog. I was like, dude, it blew my fucking mind. After that, I loved it. So that's my uh, uh, history with the game. So that's kind of going to frame what I got to say. I, you know, I've ha I, I had it early, and I loved it early. So, so that's my bias. Yeah, my history with this game... Uh, this game in particular is I don't really have one. Um, I may have played it. I feel like the first hour or so, maybe the first 30 minutes seemed familiar to me. 
So I don't know. It could have been one of those thing, one of those games I may have rented, or maybe like I went to somebody's house and they were playing it. But the first half an hour definitely felt familiar. But other than that, um, I don't think that I've played this game. My history with this franchise starts with two. Uh, I had an Xbox. Excellent well, I had, game. I had a PS2 as well, but uh, on Xbox I got Max Payne 2, and that was like one of my favorite Xbox games that I had. I played the shit out of that game, and then obviously I played uh, Rockstar's uh, Max Payne 3, and whenever that was, 2009. Wow, we could have we could have made this a trilogy uh, yeah. video then. It's all good, um, but that's kind of my history. So everything that you're gonna hear today that I have to say is um, my first playthrough uh so it's very fresh my first time so you've clearly played it probably quite a few times. times yeah uh so you your first playthrough was on ios correct <laughs> <laughs> my tablet no i got the uh well i was gonna get it on pc because i'm i yeah. just got a laptop so i'm trying to like you know get some steam games and use it a little more and you were you were kind of saying like hey make sure it supports controller and i was looking into it and i actually didn't even find out whether it supports it or not but what i did find is that there are a lot of users that were um, upset because it was a shitty port and they couldn't get it to run and so uh you would you would mention that it's also on ps4 so like i uh, just hopped on the ps4 and that's where i played it yeah well it's, it's well it shouldn't be a port because it's a pc game originally Maybe it's a port to Steam. Yeah. So maybe the Steam Steam version. So you'd have to go to like some like GOG is a good source for old games. Mm. I forget what it stands for, but G O G. And they're not like what sucks about PC is like I didn't have internet one day and I tried to play my some one a Steam game and it wouldn't let me because I couldn't connect to the internet and determine that I own this game. I was like, this is fucking bullshit, dude. Mm. So I can't play this without internet connection. But GOG is unlike that. It's completely unlocked games. So you buy the game, it's yours, you play it, no internet, no nothing. That's cool. I'll have to write that down. And it's a good resource to for old PC games. Like if you have an old PC game you liked and you kind of remember. I've gotten a couple that I uh, used to play back in like 99 off of there. Um, anyways, Word. what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> History is done. History is done? done? Okay. Um, yeah, so that was our history. <laughs> so the, let's go into, it was developed by, uh, Remedy. Uh, this is what they're kind of known for. This is only their second game. They had made like a, do you remember that game? Like, uh, Micro Machines racers on like yeah. Nintendo and stuff like top down fucking race car games for like Nintendo was top down you see the track oh, kind of like played it it sounds vague with games but i don't think I are you it. familiar with games like that yeah yeah well that's the game they made they didn't make micro machines but they made a game very similar to that top down uh pc racer this is when uh pcs were first starting to get dedicated graphics cards and people were trying to push pc graphics so pc would eventually become king over console um so they went they started a their second game, they had like three ideas, and one was like an isometric third-person shooter type of thing. That's what eventually turned into Max Payne. Um, so Remedy is a Finnish company, which is interesting because like back in this day, when they started making this game, this is like 1998 or 97, 
it was really all Japan, America were making video games. That was it. Like nobody in these little countries, like CD Projekt Red, I think is in a little country. Like they were one of the first ones to do it. And they were a very small team. They'd only made one game. And uh, they're from Finland. So, and it was written by uh, Sam Lake, who is the protagonist here, Max Payne. Uh, he wrote the first one and the second one. Uh, he's a really good writer. You, you can also see him in uh, their new game, Control. He plays a character in that. don't remember who. Uh, published by, the, <laughs> this is weird, published by The Gathering of Developers. Uh, an old PC publisher. So that's what was published in 2001. And then Rockstar took notice because uh, they were real big in that day and they saw this game with this gritty noir art style and it was rated M and they're like, that's right up our alley. And so they, they offered to publish it for them on uh, consoles. So that's what happened with that. And this was 2002 when it finally came out on uh, consoles. I don't believe it was day and day on Xbox. I think Xbox took a little longer to get it. But that was just the, kind of the case in that PS2 era, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. That's all the boring stuff. Let's get to the good shit. So that brings us to the gameplay. Uh, it, it developed into a, a third-person shooter. Um, well, hold on. Before, sorry. Before I, what's up? Also worth noting that Remedy did... We should probably go through their their list real quick because they did Max Payne 2 and then Alan yeah. Wake... Yeah. Um, and then. Oh, you want to talk about the future of Remedy? I just okay. want to, you know, it's good to know, like, to see where they go. You know, Max Payne is their second game. It's kind of cool to see where they end up. But yeah, Alan Wake, Quantum Break, <clears throat> and um, Control. Control. And the what's uh, cool that that's what's cool about all these games. They're all unique in terms of their gameplay. Like they, all these games, whether you like them or hate them, um, love them or hate them, they they offer you something that you don't really get in other games. And it's that's what I think that's what makes them unique and exciting to play their new games because you know that you're going to get an experience that um, you've never had before. Yeah, I think they're really good at uh, the the story always enhances the gameplay and the gameplay always enhances the story. Mm -hmm. They're both always really strong. Alan Wake was awesome. Uh, Quantum Break I think is fucking awesome and yeah, is uh, severely underrated. I mean, that's an Xbox exclusive. And I don't, people should be shouting that at the rooftop if you're an Xbox fanboy, yeah. because that game is fucking awesome. I loved it. The TV show, they integrate into the game, and then you can change the TV show based on your interactions in the game. And the, the graphics would just blew my socks off. You know, when you play it on the 1X, it just looks gorgeous. Um, and then Control, I was a little disappointed because Control kind of stepped away from that the heavy story stuff that they've done and just kind of left you in the sandbox. One of those games where to get more story, oh, you got to find the little fucking, uh, the recording and then listen to it. I was like, I don't want to listen to this shit. I want it to be integrated into the story. I didn't have to find collectibles to find out the story in the other games. So I was disappointed by Control. Easily my least favorite uh, uh, Remedy game. I agree. I think you and I are alone on on that. I feel like most people love that game, but I kind of felt the same. I played like the first two hours of it, and I was like, "This isn't for me," and turned it off. But yeah, it's kind of fun, but it's just, it's just fucking boring. There's no reason to keep going without the awesome story. Just you know, that's what these games are all about. 
Yeah. Um, it was just pretty boring. And it, it was like, it reminded me of Quantum Break so much, too. Well, they didn't change it that much from that. Mm-hmm. Word. So that's where they end up. That was the last game. From Max Payne to Control. Yeah. I re- just disappointing. The, the newest one is my least favorite. I, mm-hmm. Rockstar now has the, the rights to Max Payne, and they haven't done one since 2011 or 12. Yeah, whatever it was. Three. I really wish that. And Rockstar doesn't seem to be interested in doing it anymore because it doesn't sell big like their uh, other games. I've heard that Max Payne 1, 2, and 3 sold 7 million was the last figure that they've given out. They've never said exactly how many. And we do know for a fact that Max Payne 1 at that time sold 5 million. So we're talking about only like a million for 2 and a million for 3. That's it. Less than half of what the first one sold. I don't get it. Because uh, number two, I they think, is arguably better. Uh, two is a masterpiece as well. Love it. Uh, Max Payne 2, The Fall of Max Payne. That's a sleeper hit. Play that one, too. And it's not available on the damn PS4, which is bullshit, man. Yeah, or Xbox. Fucking sucks. Yeah, you gotta. I have it on PS2. That's like the only way. You gotta go back in time, baby. Mm-hmm. Gotta go back in time. That's Huey Lewis, baby. Okay. Um. So yeah, that 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 does bring us to gameplay. Third person shooter. Uh, this game is super famous for its John Woo Matrix style. Uh, that's what everyone knows it for. Bullet time. And this has been tried in games, but never to this extent. This was the first one to really get it right and make it feel usable. It felt good. Um. So. The gameplay, I really enjoy it. Um, I think it works really well. Like you were saying, uh, you know, it is an older game, so it feels a little rough. But I, I think it's aged fairly well. I don't think the controls are responsive. It's it's hard game, but it's fair, right? Like somebody could just – that's what's kind of unique about this game. You walk around the corner, they could just fucking kill you with a pistol. Boom, one shot, you're dead. But at the same time – you could take out a whole fucking room of guys with a John Woo fucking jump in and start swinging around and not get hit once. So it's very hard, but it's fair. And I think it's very fun. What'd you think? Yeah, I was surprised how much it uh, still holds up. You know, you look at a game that came out 20 years ago and this was kind of the, not necessarily the birth of 3D, but, you know, 3D hadn't really been around that long, you know? And so... And I think a lot of developers back then were still trying to wrap their heads around how to make a game in 3D. And so when you go I think back, this was like this is about the era of like the birth of like good 3D, right? Yeah, yeah. Like we had PlayStation and that was 3D, but then like this PS2 era, it starts to everything's like you start to like, whoa, shit, this shit looks good. Right. Yeah. So I think generally speaking, I mean, obviously it depends on what you're you're going back to play, but I think generally speaking, if you go back and play a PS2 or an Xbox or a GameCube game. I feel like for the most part, they're going to hold up because like you were saying, I think by the time these three consoles are released, these developers kind of had their head wrapped around. But you go back and play some PS1 games and man, some of them is they may have been masterpieces back in the 90s, but some of them are pretty tough to play. Yeah. Uh, so I was kind of nervous about that going into Max Payne because um, I'm like, what is it going to be a, a shitty game because it's outdated or is it going to be fun? And to my surprise, it's it stands it stands on its, it stands on, on its own in 2021 it's fun 
like the bullet time is still yeah. fun the the diving left or right or back is still fun um yeah dude i thought it was i thought it was great yeah i think there's some um, picky stuff we'll get into in our negative section of it but um yeah i think overall i was surprised how much uh how much fun i had playing it yeah and it's uh it can get a little cheap sometimes um because kind of what they'll do is they'll, they'll hide a bad guy in a corner that you would never anticipate and yeah. almost like real life campers like they're they're camping you walk around the corner hey max <laughs> and then i love the little things they say too when you come up on it's friggin max pain i love the like, death noise oh <laughs> oh yeah oh. Yep. <laughs> pain in the neck <laughs> they always got some fucking pain pun and the yeah. pun is in the name is oh god it's all over the place here it's it's never super cheesy though it's it takes itself seriously enough that it's it's really good i don't know it's it's not over the top it's not cheese yeah. um so that's uh but like i was saying playing it again it is fucking hard it can be hard it's it's like a puzzle game right the first time you play a sequence is hard as fuck and then you probably die a couple times. But then the guys are going to be in the same exact spot. And they're going to have the same exact weapons. So it's almost like you go through, okay, I know this guy's on my left. Jump around, swoop, shotgun, bam. I know this guy's going to be around this corner. I'm going to fucking do a backward somersault with the guns. Pa -pa, shoot him in the head. So you kind of get the pattern, almost like a pattern recognition of like a, maybe a boss battle in like a Mega Man or something. You know, it's hard as fuck. But then you get the pattern because it's always going to be the same. And then you start you start uh, whooping ass. So that's kind of how this is. You prepare, be prepared to die a lot. Yeah, especially towards right. the, the latter half of the game. Oh yeah, the, the, uh, because it, it's pretty open uh, how you can go about these levels. Uh, except the the end is fucking linear as fuck. Like you have to. It's very scripted. And like I was telling you, in the end, you have to shoot like some wires, right? Uh, something about a helicopter. I don't quite remember. You shoot the wires to. to yeah, there's to, there's a like a radio tower on top of this yeah. building, and it's being held down by wires. Uh -huh. and the villain is trying to. There's a, like a, it, a helipad right next to the. Tower. Yeah, it'll hit the helicopter it. or something, right? To, mm -hmm. to 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 win, and they don't explain that. This is two thousand fucking two. They don't explain shit to you, and I'm and. You've not had to do this in any part of the game, like shoot little things or do puzzles with your guns. So I was like, what the fuck? I was there for mm -hmm. fucking week. I don't know about that. Did... <laughs> it's so well, fresh what? in my mind, so, but. What What are you talking about here? There's a puzzle that I, I guess we're getting to the parts today, some of the negative stuff, but, well, I'll just say the puzzle. There's a puzzle in the elevator where you look up and there's lasers and they're connected to bombs and you have to shoot them with your gun before the elevator gets the laser, otherwise you die. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. That's that. like that's literally right before you get. That's actually the elevator that takes you to the, to the tower. Okay. Well, see, see, that's the end. Yeah, yeah. There was none of that before that. Then all of a sudden they throw in two. Yeah. And so I was stuck on that part forever, and like I didn't have internet in two thousand two. Um. Uh, and that was the infancy of like game walkthroughs on the internet. I didn't really know of any. I mean, you get cheats, but I never did like a walkthrough on the internet. Um, walkthroughs were kind of relegated to those giant books you could still buy at like fucking Barnes and Nobles, yeah, fucking GameStop. Of those growing up, yeah. 
And uh, so I was just stuck. And then finally I talked to my buddy at school and I was like, yeah, fucking Max Payne, dude. It was so awesome. I couldn't beat it. He's like, why? And he told me he beat it. And I was like, you're full of shit. You didn't beat it. And he, and then he described the end. I was like, holy shit, I think I did beat it. I was like, how'd you do it? And he's like, you got to shoot the fucking cables on the... I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's it? And I went home and did it, and I beat it. I was like, fuck, man. So I was stuck on that part forever. But I think the gameplay holds up. The gameplay is still really fun, really crisp. The guns are so fun. Yeah. And it's it's you're not aiming at people. You're aiming in the direction of people. It's like it's, it's a wide spray. You just, yeah. You just throw them, and the bullets... <laughs> kind of yeah connect that, to people that your crosshair doesn't necessarily have to be direct yeah it's a body. it's a pretty widespread i think they needed to do that for at the time and the mechanics is it'd be probably pretty hard to precisely aim while you're doing all this jumping and swooping mm -hmm. but uh that's the gameplay uh really enjoy it i think it still holds up i was also surprised uh there's a lot of destructible destructibles yeah. in the in the levels and I, I don't know, it seems very rare for a game back then to have that. Like, you start seeing that later with, like, Battlefield and, you know, blowing up buildings and all the particles. But there's a little bit of that in this game, and I was kind of surprised to see it. Yeah, I, I do remember that. I agree. <clears throat> Speaking of uh, gameplay, I just wanted to quickly note, it's on uh, Android and iOS. I, I, you know, I got it from my phone a while back. So it's like when I had the Galaxy fucking three or something you know to just see how a phone could handle like a, a game like this 3d and it's these these uh rockstar games that are on android are really good like the gta's are playable you could crank the settings up and they look way better than they ever did on like ps2 and this one looks good i was playing i was like oh, this is pretty fucking cool you got max Payne in your hand but the controls are so complicated in max Payne that you cannot play this on a fucking touch screen it's funny it's got the like a jump button and swoop around. It's like, dude, that you, you fucking. If you can fucking beat this game on a cell phone, you are a gaming god, my friend. Go try it. That'll frustrate the shit out of you. You imagine playing through this game on a cell phone? No, you just play. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> on a, a touch and I never will. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, who thought this is a good idea? A good transition to a phone game. Anyways, next one is uh, we got the story. So. Like I said, for me, this is one of the first games that had just a gripping movie-type story for me, and I love it. It's dark, it's gritty, this noir film style. Uh, Max Payne comes home to find his wife, and he comes home during it. His wife and, uh, I believe it was a daughter, his baby daughter, being murdered. And then, you know, it's just a... Uh, kind of a thriller trying to find out why and how and uh takes you some pretty crazy places has some really cool twists and uh backstabbing and uh just really cool story and really dark and gritty like it starts you off fucking in the house and your wife's <laughs> screaming you bust in the door you see her laying there dead you go into the baby's room you see the crib knocked over with blood coming out and he's like oh shit did this kill the baby and yes they did mm -hmm. it's like oh I love the story of this game. Yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty good. I think they lost me in probably like the first hour or so. Like they had me going. I was like, yeah, the revenge. Like I was following it. Oh, he's now an undercover cop who's trying to like find out, you know, because there's this drug 
you know, that's sweeping through New York and, and he, and the, the people who killed his wife were on this drug and he's, he's trying to unravel this shit as Valkyr. Valkyr. Uh, and he's trying to uncover all this as a, as a cop, as a narc. And then he's like meeting his old partner in a police station or in a, in a subway station. And there's like a bank robbery going on. Like I was following it, you know, pretty well there. And then somewhere after his partner dies, I started to get very confused and like, wait, who are they talking about? Who is this boss? Where there's two bosses? Wait, what the fuck is going on? And so I kind of just went with it. And it wasn't until I think the third act, the third chapter, um, when I started all the pieces trying to, I'm like, oh, okay, this lady and she's making this, or it was like the government was using it as a military drug and it didn't work. And now they're using it on junkies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those junkies killed your wife. So like that part, but the I think the middle section I got really confused, like how, like who these gangsters were and yada yada yada. That kind of confused me. But yeah, there's uh, a lot to it in the middle. Like the re, like there's more than like just junkies killed his wife. Like if you yeah you gotta you gotta catch it. Like the the when you're in the the hotel right and it, you see they there's cameras set up and they're doing some CD shit and it's like that it's that guy he works for I don't know, he was like a DA type of character, and the the main bad guy is trying to blackmail him. By having those videos anyways she sent those videos to like uh him at the da and then uh max's wife was like a secretary at the da's office and she saw something and that's why she had to be murdered it wasn't as simple as like uh they just killed her and so and i, I didn't, didn't even catch that <laughs> i didn't i didn't really catch that either i had to watch like a plot synopsis but um, it was cool. It's like, oh shit! There's even more layers than I thought. Like, uh, so that's really I liked that. Yeah, yeah the, I didn't, the, the, I didn't like know a, it at the time. A secret, like clan, the guy with like one glass, like, <clears throat> a society that's trying to. I don't know. I, that part kind of confused me too. But this is like some demon worshiping yeah. people. Yeah, I, I liked that part. It's not like fucking Max Payne, the fucking uh, the movie where they start having like fucking demons and real crazy shit. They just talk about. It. They're just devil worshippers. Yeah, Dude, that was weird. I was I was getting footage, like I'm already, you know, pulling the curtain from the veil of how we do the show, everybody. But I was before I start recording with you, I always grab clips that I think that we're gonna use. So obviously, I'm gonna grab, you know, Max Payne gameplay, Max Payne trailer, yada yada yada. Um, but one of the things I was like, well, we'll probably end up talking about the movie in some capacity. So I grabbed the trailer and I hadn't seen it, and so I was like watching it as I was putting it into my program. And I'm like, there's like demons with wings and like yeah. Ew, I don't know. It's like what <laughs> this says. This it's does like, not represent the game I'm playing right now. Yeah, they. Anyways, fucking, I just thought that was kind of funny. They tore that story apart. Like a if this story was just done as a crime noir movie, I think it'd be a great movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's got everything you need for a good Hollywood movie because the gameplay doesn't make the story or detract it. You know, they both coincide. They're both so strong separately that you don't need. The gameplay you don't we don't need to be a player for it to, the story to work in a film i don't think yeah. you just it, it would just instead of gameplay you'd have a couple cool you know like fucking john woo type moments of just being filmed it was, sure. that'd be pretty pretty dope but yeah the devil worshippers come in i thought that part was fucking awesome it scared me when i was younger like you go to the church and the flesh of the fallen angels and they're like fucking worshiping devil and yeah. but there is no demons or anything they're just on drugs yeah i like that shit it was good word uh story is worthy of a movie that's why i got one and let me tell you that movie 
is a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> Compared to bullshit. So, yeah, so yeah, don't go watch the the Mark Wahlberg movie and then think it's gonna be good. A lot of people uh that I've talked to, I mean not a lot of people, but there have been some. I'll talk to you about this game and they'll mention the movie and how shitty it is. And I was like, dude, what are you talking? It's like that's their Max Payne influence. It's like oh, that sucks. And so they don't even want to play the game. I was like, yeah. dude, it got a movie for a reason. And right. then they then they ruined the movie. So um and next I have is graphics. Graphics for 2002, I thought this was a standout. This looks really good. This is a uh, uh one of the first games to use it uses photographs for textures mm -hmm. so they went to new york and stuff and they took photographs of things and used them for textures so they're not uh uh just built textures and you could tell that on it makes the game look really good and not dated when you play it but it makes the character models look a little dated because you can tell it's like a 3d model and then it has somebody's face like plastered on so it's like a and there's only little, one expression right there's no move it's like a real face. face and it's always yeah like Max's face. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to do the sneer, but <clears throat> so it makes the character models not look as great now down the line, but the environments still look really well done and the texture work. Um, uh, like I hear if you have this game on PC and turn it up to like 4K Ultra, it looks really good. You can kind of get an idea of it if you have it on your phone. You just crank all the settings up and just look at it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it looks really good. Like this game is that texture work. And the developers were apprehensive about doing that because they're like, oh, it's cheating if we don't make the texture. But I think it's helped their game age really well. If they would have made the texture, you know, it easily doesn't age as well as a photograph. I mean, it, yeah. it looks very photorealistic, uh, the environments. I remember that at the time. Thinking, God damn, this game looks good. And, uh, you know, I had a PS2 and I hadn't didn't have many games for it. So it was kind of one that showed me, like, holy shit, what a PS2 could do versus the older consoles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, you, you kind of have to be, you know, honest with, you know, this game's 20 years old, so obviously it's not going to look like fucking cyberpunk. But um, for its time, yeah, I think it looks awesome. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have much more to say than that than what you've already said. It looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. I was surprised at how much uh, outside stuff you get in terms of like being in New York. There's a lot of like, I mean, you're just going from point A to point B, but I mean, yeah, I thought the city looked great. The snowfall and. Yeah, it's very limited, the outside stuff. Yeah, you can tell that they didn't have much work with like an open world type of. Because, yeah, I remember the outside stuff looking real cool and I wanted more of it, but then they just throw you in another building, you know, where it's easier to control graphics and. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, so then we just got pros and cons. I'll let you maybe start on that. Pros, yeah. I mean, we kind of already touched on it. This game is still really fun to play. Uh, using yeah. it, I'm still feels fresh like it did back then. Um, still did bullet great. time better than the Matrix games, yeah. I think, which is interesting. Um, the story is engaging. Even though it lost me a few times, uh, it's still... I mean, like, I didn't skip any of the, the cutscenes or the, the comic cutscenes. I think the voiceover is great. Or not, well, I think Max is pretty good. Everyone else is a little over the top and silly, but it, you know, it's charming, you know, it's not stupid. But, yeah. 
uh, I think some of the dialogue is great. There's some really, really awesome one-liners. I wish I could remember any of some of them, but there are some ones that got me grinning and chuckling a little bit, how clever they were. Um, I like some of the nods. Uh, there's some John Woo, like literal John Woo nods. I think someone knocks on the door and, so, and, and looking for a passcode, and the guy said, like, John or something, and he's like, Woo! And he's like, right, come in. Like, that was the password was John Woo. I think it was John Woo. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they made this game specifically because they liked John Woo movies. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was a big influence for them. And then the other one I saw that I liked was you're at a, you're, you're walking into like this, this, you know, skyscraping building, always windows. And you walk in, there's like the metal detectors on the left and right. And then you walk in, there's like always column, pillar of columns that are going down. And all of a sudden, these, it's, it's the scene out of the Matrix. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So and they're all breaking, cool they're nod. all breaking and shit. Yeah. Have that destructibleness, yeah. So I thought that was a cool little nod to the Matrix. Um, and yeah, I guess <laughs> to my cons, this game at times was fantastic and I had a lot of fun playing. And other times it was completely fucking infuriating. Um, you were saying this game is hard. And it is, but I don't think it's hard <clears throat> in the reason that, like, um, like you were saying, a guy can come out of nowhere and blast you and you're dead, or, like, a guy's hiding in the corner you wouldn't normally see. Like, I saw some guy hiding behind a fucking plant. I'm like, that guy, come on. <laughs> but that, that stuff doesn't really bother me, because, like you said, you just restart it and you know where that person is, and then you can, um. you can expect it. But some of the stuff, dude, fuck, man. Like, there's this... I'll, put this in the video version i mean i guess if you're listening to this you won't know so i'll try and explain it the best i can there's a section in this game where max gets drugged from that drug valkyrie or valkyrie whatever it's called and he has this kind of <clears throat> weird nightmare and at first it's very creepy and off-putting and like it's kind of cool you're like going down this hallway and it's it's changing and i don't know it was really cool to see and then you get to this fucking door and the door is open and beyond the door it's just blackness right there's no light and through the door you see a, a trail of blood and you have to just walk out into the black and follow this trail of blood but the thing is is that you have to stay on that trail of blood if you go too far left or too far right you fall off and then you have to start from all the way from the beginning and it's kind of like a maze you have to follow this bloodline all through this maze and if you fall yeah it was off, awesome what's the problem no if you fall off, <laughs> it was fall. awesome and the issue is that this game like you're strafing left and right. So if you're, if your thumb barely moves left or right, you're strafing and then you're off the line and you fucking fall and you die. And I had to reap and it's frustrating because you have to do that sequence, not only once, but yeah. you have to do it twice. <laughs> it's like, should have been four dude. times. It was extremely infuriating. And then um, there was another part. Uh, the, that sequence. Oh, hold on. That sequence yeah. was pretty fucking cool. It's I creepy. liked it as a kid. There's like it's a baby uh, crying, which it was, it was. If you fall, I believe, yeah. right? If you fall, you hear the baby cry. It oh no, it's, at, it's constantly crying, which is another fucking annoying part. I'm talking about that scream where it's like, oh uh, yeah, that's the second time. You just, yeah, and then it like it just keeps crescendoing, mm -hmm. and you're like, what the fuck? It just gets louder and louder and screechier yeah. and screechier, and it's like, holy shit! That's I'm pretty sure that one. Uh, that was that was pretty cool, but yeah, but my cons would be the platforming there's a little bit of platforming in this yeah. which is that part and i think there's another part like on the buildings where you have to like jump mm -hmm. from like buildings to buildings or walk on a plank yeah and that's yeah. how it's funny how you walk it sounds like a fucking horse because he's very mechanical in his steps like yeah yeah 
He always makes that noise when he moves. <laughs> Take one step, it's like... And uh, yeah, that would be a con for me, the platforming. Uh, you know, this game isn't meant for jumping and, you know, <clears throat> making precise movements. You're supposed to just flail your fucking self across a room. But yeah, so I agree with that. But I think those parts were really cool story-wise. Yeah. With the creepiness and the blood trail and the screams. And then the, hey, other, sorry. the other section that I found, well, there's two others. So one of them you kind of already touched on, the laser, the elevator. <clears throat> that was one that broke me. That was when I texted you last night, and I was like, I'm fucking done with this game. I can't do it. <clears throat> because there's a scene in the end, we kind of already touched on it, where you look up, and there's these lasers that are attached to this uh, sha elevator shaft, and you have to aim up and shoot the bombs before, they, before your elevator touches it. <sighs> Anyways, I'm going to go there. But Your basic elevator bomb fucking so infuriating. you know why not just put the bomb in the fucking elevator to begin with i know we're gonna <laughs> you're gonna ride through the bombs <laughs> well um yeah but i think what what makes it infuriating is that you know this is a game that's 20 years old so like i'm so used to we're so used to modern games where <sighs> when you die and you start again you always start kind of like seconds before you die but in a 20 year old game if you die you have to go all the way back of the last loading screen. So like if you get to towards the end of a chapter and you die, you have to go all the way fucking back everything you just did. And so if you get to a, a challenging part, like shooting fucking lasers or mm -hmm. trying to walk a bloodline and you can't get past it, it's not, it's not because the AI is too hard and you can't shoot the guys. Right. It's because the, like you were saying that someone's platforming puzzle bullshit is so hard that you keep dying and you have to keep going all the way back and all the way back yeah. until you finally do it. And that was, that was what was <clears throat> like making me want to stop playing it. It wasn't like that the AI was too hard and I couldn't shoot everybody. Like that stuff was fine. It was like getting to a part where I just physically can't do this puzzle because of the constraints of a 20 year old game. Yeah. And let's say this has happened to me in this game a couple of times. Uh, let's say you just got past a checkpoint, you die. And the reason you died is because you had really low health. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't have any uh, pain pills or was what makes you better in this game. Yeah. Um, so you didn't have any pain pills. And then it starts you back. And this game, you're, when you get reloaded, you, ex you have exact same health mm -hmm. that, that you had. So it's not like, okay, you died. We'll start you over full health try again no yeah yeah it starts you back like and so that a couple times that has happened and i've been stuck in this loop of just terrible health and i'm like how the fuck could i, I can't do it with this much health bro it's like mm -hmm. fucking reload me but yeah. no it, it like whatever you had that's what you'll have almost like a resident evil where you're stuck at that point where it keeps reloading you and you know maybe you had like four bullets and you're trying to fucking stop a horde and it's like try again so you know, well, I can't fucking do it. Don't have yeah. no. I'm just uh, I'm stuck in a terrible save where I got no weapons or uh, no pain pills. Yeah, that definitely sucks. I forgot about that. Um, so yeah, those are those are the the things that infuriated me, made me want to stop. Luckily, like I was talking to you last night, I, I was done with the game. I was like, I've seen enough. I'm good. But then just talking to you, I'm like, you know what? I gotta fucking finish it. So I went back last night. I kind of took a break, took a breather because I I did marathon it over the weekend, which you know. That sometimes yeah. that's not easy to do, and you can, it can start to get draining on you. You know what I mean? Well, luckily, um, this game is only about six to eight hours. Yeah. Yeah, so. But there was a – this is, like, really nitpicky. Um, I still had fun playing it, but it just seems unnecessary, and that is 
part two. Part two of this game feels kind of unnecessary. I feel like the game could have just been part one and part three. And what I mean by that is in part two, you befriend this other gangster who's like, hey, there's some guns on this ship and I want my ship back. So can you go on this ship and kill this guy and then get yeah, the Russians? Yeah, I was just like, oh, it felt out of place with the story that I was following. It just felt like a side mission, sidestep to the story. Um, it was again, it was fun, but it just felt like overall when I'm looking back, I'm like, it just seemed unnecessary. Yeah, a uh, little bit. This is gonna get, gotta get some filler because this is a this is more like a film they wrote, you know, and they're trying to make it last eight hours. That's why right. I think it would translate really well into film because the parts that are actual story could probably fit in two hours if you cut it all down. Um, but yeah, that's Vlad. I liked Vlad. He'll, he shows up in the second game. Uh, Vlad and Amona Sachs. Mm -hmm. But yeah, play that second game, y'all. That, one, that one's yeah. really good. It's so underrated. Um, but yeah, those are a lot of the cons, but my, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of coming down hard on it. I don't mean to be like, again, I, I think for the most part, I had a lot of fun playing it, but there just were tiny little sections of this game um, that made me want to throw my fucking controller at the TV. But um, luckily I stuck with it and, and beat it. Like you were talking about the cutscenes, I forgot to mention that they're, yeah, they're the comic book style, which was they decided to do that because they're looking at uh, in-engine in cutscenes, but they noticed in other games they looked really bad and you know half-life was even the first one to move characters mouths in a cutscene, mm -hmm. and they and it didn't even look that great but people were amazed that their mouths were moving um so they decided to go with the comic book uh style for two reasons you didn't have to render a full 3d uh scene so it'd be a lot faster and the game was constantly changing in production so you could change uh, cutscenes very fast by just putting different words in the bubble or creating a whole new uh, frame. And so, and I think it helps it age well because there is some in engine cut work in this yeah, game, yeah. very, very little, and it doesn't come across very good. No. Because of the, the, you know, the, the character models and whatnot. So I think that is another thing that helped it age well. Is that the, that comic book style is still pretty cool. Um, I think that's one of the pros is that that it's aged well. Um, and I think yeah, it will continue to. I think it's a classic. Uh, one of these classics, of course, they're old, like Mario 64 and these, you know, these old classics. They have their issues, but it's such a good game that you're willing to overlook those uh, as a product of the time. And, uh, and the story is amazing. The mechanics are the gameplay super cool. I still there's not been another game that's done like bullet time like this. I don't I've I've never played it. I've played uh, one that's that's um I'd say on par, maybe a little better just because it's a newer version of it. But there is a game <clears throat> actually starred Chalion Fat in it. It was a Xbox 360. Uh, um fuck what was that game called? It's like Stranglehold or something like that. But there's like that was actually on, like, done on, like a cart and you can like spin around and like that was kind that of that was actually done by John Woo though. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. So they did a pretty good job at the bullet time stuff. But yeah, I I, I think that Max Payne and, and that game um do it the best. Yeah. And so that's another pro. Uh I mean another pro is you can still get this on PS4, so it's easily playable if you want to play it. Uh yeah, unfortunately the second one and the third one aren't as easy to to get. And it's currently on sale right now on PS4, so get it while it's is hot. Is it? 
It is. How much they're was doing it? A, they're doing a, a classic sale, a retro and classic sale right now. So all the PS2 games are on sale. Um, but I think it's eight ninety nine. It's normally at fourteen. Uh, hmm. I ended up getting Max Payne. Well, I, I bought Max Payne before the sale, but on the sale I got Grand Theft Auto Three and War of the Monsters because I haven't played War of the Monsters and it was only four bucks. But yeah, Twisted Metal Black oh, on the, there. And, is that the Godzilla game? Yeah, it's like a like a three D rampage. Remember that? Oh, it's kind of. Oh, okay. I, I think so. I'm, I haven't played it, so I don't know. But from what I remember, I think that's what that the game is. But uh, yeah, there's a sale on right now. So if you haven't played Sweet. Max Payne. Yeah, I've been them. wanting to get some of those PS2 classics on because, like I told you, I had I have Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and it ran like shit on my PS4 Pro. Like I'd be driving down the street and it would just start doing some some hiccuping and clipping weird shit. And I play I'm playing it on PS5, and it seems to alleviate that. So I'm like, okay, maybe the PS5 these games will actually run the way they should. So I kind of want to get the old GTA games. Yeah, this game uh, had some hiccups with frame rate. Um, uh, particularly the the shipping docks section of the game, uh, it dipped down pretty low, which is kind of hard when you're trying to shoot a bunch of people and they're shooting back at you. But uh, overall, uh, I think that it was. I didn't have many technical I think that, issues with it. I think but, that could be a product of the game doing that. Yeah. Because uh, it's a it's a you know it's emulated. I think that's yeah. a, a product of the game actually doing that. If even if you played it on PS2, mm-hmm. is what I'm thinking. Because when I remember I played this on PS4, it looked good and it played good. Um, in comparison to the other PS2 games I played, they were, I mean, it was obvious they were clipping and things were jumping around. And like, I was like, that's not how it played on PS2. I remember yeah. it wasn't like this. But Max Payne, yeah, for the most part, played pretty darn smooth. I don't know what about that was easier to port than GTA or I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's a pros and cons, man. That yeah. brings us to the freaking score. We're actually going to score shit. Uh, so, score one to ten. Uh, for my money, this is a masterpiece. One of my favorite games of all time. I think it's probably in my top five. It's got a very fond place in my heart. I easily give this game a nine out of ten. I'm going to go seven. You bitch! (laughs) (laughs) You fucking piece of shit. You lying bitch! (laughs) You said you enjoyed it. (laughs) Here we go. Lieologist. No, no, again, I, I, the reason why, I mean, Seven's still a passing, you know, uh, I had fun with it. I'm just saying that there are sections of this game where I wanted to call your wife and say, Hey, is Brian around? And she's gonna be like, "Yeah, he's in the other room." I'm like, "Hey, can you go in there and talk to him?" And then uh, when she goes in the room, I'm like, "Hey, slap that motherfucker in the face for making me play this goddamn game." But um, I stuck with it and got through with it. But overall, I enjoyed it. But there are sometimes, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to hurt, inflict pain on you for making me do this. You bastard! <laughs> this is the type of guy who would play Mario Brothers three. Is it? Yeah, it's a fucking four. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Fucking mushrooms and shit. It makes no goddamn sense. He's a plumber. <laughs> Let's do some plumbing work. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, anyways, all right. Yeah. Seven. Uh, that's a rookie terrible score. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> everybody disregard that. Take my score as uh, the honest God facts. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll move on. It does make uh, yeah. me want to play the second one again. I, I, I'm looking at the Steam version. I think I'm going to get it. I think somebody's figured out how to actually get it to run. I, I, apparently, the second 
um, Max Payne 2 Steam port or whatever it is is having issues too. So maybe I'll look. Uh, yeah, the only issues I ever saw was that they didn't have full controller support. And I just, I'm not a PC guy, so I'm, I have trouble playing with a keyboard and mouse. And I just imagine Max Payne with a keyboard and mouse would be hella weird. Yeah. You know, with all the jumps and swooping and stuff. Sure. Um, and I have it on PS2. So if I want to play it, I can play it. But yeah, I really like that one. I think that one is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a sequel, so I put it uh, slightly below the first one. But it's amazing. Uh, definitely like it a lot better than Max Payne 3. Which was cool, but it's it's so far and away its own thing and made by somebody else that it you know it doesn't feel the same, but it's still fun in its own right. Yeah. All right, so there it is, Max Payne, uh, a seven and a ten. All right, nine, seven and a nine. Take the average; it's a motherfucking eight, baby. <laughs> that's pretty good right. for a game that's twenty years old. A yeah. Three D game that's twenty years old. Obviously, yeah. when you look at games like NES games, they're they're fucking masterpieces because you know master of gameplay you don't have to deal with 3d bullshit but yeah uh, yeah for a three early 3d game um it's pretty good eight out of ten in a 2021 scale yeah for sure uh so uh check it out if you can or let us know what you thought if you played it um and check out remedy's other games because they're, they're pretty cool they don't make they don't make a lot of games so yeah it's not many so the ones they do make they really pick and choose and i think they've done a good job and uh check out that sleeper hit quantum break that's easily one of my favorites uh yeah so that's all we got yeah yeah all right man well y'all have a good sunday thanks for joining us as always on brian versus brian we we love doing it uh please jump on the the facebook and you can feel free to ask us any questions or maybe just throw up some video game topics and maybe we'll start throwing some polls on there about games and stuff and movies uh we enjoyed talking with y'all and we enjoy you watching and now listening on multiple uh streaming platforms on spotify you just started a, a twitter a tweeter mm-hmm. right on uh at brian versus brian three the fuckers already had our name yeah two of them <laughs> it sucks we gotta you get can't, you can't pick your name to my knowledge we gotta get verified bro <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Apple podcast is coming soon. We're just waiting for the thumbs up on Apple and we'll be on all of them now after that. Yeah. With Trump leaving Twitter, we had to take his place. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had to be there. Um, yeah. So yeah. Thank you all. Enjoy it. Uh, really appreciative. We enjoy doing this so much fun. Uh, don't know what we'll do next week, but we'll come up with something and we'll throw a couple preview pictures or something up and we'll let you know till next time peace peace